0: Hey guys, it's Nessie Asinus, the voice y'all love listening to. I can't believe it's season two finale. We've been through such a ride. It's been such a journey, and I'm and I'm so glad I've been here all through every single episode. I pulled my weight. Oh, what
1: um, is happening again? Why do you keep doing this?
0: Well, I have to be in. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> everyone loves me. I'm loved.
1: And how you- wait, nobody- you haven't even really been on the show for like a year.
0: Statistically speaking, I'm the most viewed. I'm the most loved. And I have to be in this. Don't- don't dare cutting this part out. This part needs to stay here.
1: Okay, uh, no. Look, we're already in this right now. So let's just cue the intro.
2: <coughs> Roll intro. Um, so I am a poet and performer, um, from the UK. Um, currently based in Nottingham. Let's see, originally from-
1: Ghana, West
3: Africa.
4: I'm a youth
3: poet from I'm Hamilton, Hamilton,
1: Canada. To a man from Zambia.
0: Uh, I'm from Cardiff in Wales, in the UK. In the United States. Wait, 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 hold up! What is this?
1: What are you, what are you talking about? It's the, it's the intro. You've
0: been, you've been starting everybody off with this. Look, oh, yeah. look at the waveforms. It's it's a minute fifteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, who is this guy?
1: um his name is Mama. Did you,
0: is this his album
1: <laughs> <laughs> <No>! okay <laughs> how did i
0: not notice this
1: wait what you mean how did you not notice it don't you listen to the show
0: um season 3 premieres. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, this episode was just supposed to be a simple Q&A session With just me narrating my discussion with uh, my two friends Daisy and Sean All uh, your
0: friends
1: <sighs> True But now I am joined by my two annoying brothers um, Eroi and the Nessie gang just introduce yourself. Follow
0: me on Insta, Nessie underscore either
3: O. Oh, don't at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at me. do to talk.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. To, to, to just... Talk now. Uh, right now. Okay. Please do and cut
1: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the special episode of the Spoken World Podcast, the Q&A, where we have the official co-host for Season 3, Daisy Hi,
5: guys.
1: And our our favorite guest, Sean. Hi. So on this episode, we take questions that were sent in for the Q&As. Sent
5: in from you guys. These are your questions. And we're going to answer them.
1: Okay, so uh, I think I'm just going to take a really
5: simple one that is... Okay, and just for, on, uh, like for the record, we haven't heard these questions before, so these are going to be our
4: like re- real-time reactions to them.
1: Okay, so the first one is, why do girls break the hearts of good guys? <laughs> are you serious? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is <the> question? <laughs> yeah, I said to you something really <laughs> simple.
5: Okay, okay, um, let's
4: let's try to analyze that. Um. Your girl, you go. First, first. Of all
5: first of all, guys that say they are good guys like ninety eight percent of the time are actually assholes. Exactly. They just think they are good guys. And in acting like they're good guys, they become more of assholes. It's so. like
4: it, it's okay, in my experience, it's like people who say nice guys or why the girls break down of good guys, they're usually guys who specifically do things for girls in, in Uh, expectations that they will get sex so I try to to tell people like that that women are not nice tokens that you put coins in until the sex falls out like Mm. you can't just do nice things and then "Ah,
3: but I was nice to you
4: you?" it doesn't (laughs) work that way so probably try being nice to people because you are a decent human being and maybe maybe just then you will get the sex
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, when Question: I was like, it's not that it's a gender thing. Like mm-hmm. everybody breaks true. everybody's heart. We all I mean, we like, all yes. want people that like are not person. good for us. Yes. That's
4: that's actually the truth because we we all want people that are not good for us. In in history, that's how it's always been. <laughs> the people who are questioning us, we ignore them, and then we go after. Yeah, like that's like it's like us. the
1: the, the, it's cycle, just of the cycle of life, exactly. Yes.
4: So it's like, oh, you don't um, understand, I'm a nice guy, and whatever. I would blow it down your eardrums.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um, the next the next question is actually a voice note, so I'm just going to play it.
5: Okay.
6: Okay, I honestly appreciate the whole Q&A decision that you made for the final episode of the podcast. But I have a little request, though. If you're to post my question in your podcast, please keep me anonymous because what i'm about to ask may be criticized i don't know i'm not sure but here it goes so this is a question that everyone has been asking for a very long time now and hasn't been any answer specifically in any way and my question is like this <sighs> why okay what's up what what up with girls these days and being hypocrites
5: girls the table. let me
6: give a typical example a girl goes up on Twitter and tweets about guys being scumbags and everything. All of a sudden, they meet a guy that is very good. Hmm? This guy treats her perfectly. In fact, he's, let's assume he ends up being the best boyfriend she has ever had. All of a sudden, she cheats and the guy, um, she's seen is like a jerk kind of yes a check all of a sudden the girl dumps the good guy and goes for the check paraventure as she's in the relationship with the check the check dumps her and she goes back to her suite all guys are scumbags what's up with girls breaking the hearts of guys who are potential husbands to these girls good guys in bracket and why do they end up going for the wrong ones i'm not saying girls as in every girl like a specific category of girls so just put the question like this why do good guys get their hearts broken that's the question there's
5: a lot of good guys on so this street can you should... pass
6: this can you pass this as, so if you could no, you post are... on your podcast i will really appreciate it because that's something i've been wondering and i myself have been a victim of this
5: Several. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
6: Thank you.
5: And can I just ah, there's first? a lot of good can
1: guys on this. Yeah, first? exactly. Like like <laughs> okay.
4: Um, what I've noticed is men like this or uh, men like these, um, they meet women that they're attracted to, who, unfortunately, don't share the feelings. So they keep themselves around and convince themselves that one day they will be loved. And then our friend, our sister, finds man regardless of how you know awful he apparently is she finds someone that you can't force people to be attracted to you you cannot expect to be i don't know to uh, you can't it, it doesn't work that way if she was attracted to him she wouldn't have gone on to he did not say they dated did they he said he did not say they dated Did but he said she cheated did you did you hear that yeah
5: yeah So I,
4: I, I don't get that it, this what what this has proven to be is that okay she might have if she did lead him on that is awful but she did not cheat because y'all you, you were not dating so what I don't understand is this victimization thing going on where they're saying whether vilifying women for not being attracted to okay, them okay
5: but here's the thing Anon you will heal <laughs>
0: First off, I think if work. guys didn't really get their hearts <laughs> broken by <laughs> girls a couple times, there'd be no players.
1: Are, are are you are you a player?
0: I'm just saying, like, I got my heart broken a couple times. before I said I was going to be a douchebag. <laughs> 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 but but like, no cap. Like, um, women aren't supposed to be, like treated like sex coins and stuff like that. You can't just put it in. And especially I, I used to be that really nice guy that like everyone trusted. Oh, trusted this guy. Oh nothing's gonna happen. That's like that. And yeah, I guess I still am. I just learned how to also, like be like the people who broke my heart and just be like, okay, I'm just I'm not gonna take it seriously and like that. And that's kinda like how I just said oh, I'm not gonna take it seriously anymore.
6: So
1: you're a douchebag?
0: I'm not like a douchebag. I, I mean like I mean like they a missy uh, you're yeah, a bad person. Like, that's there. But uh, I don't want to admit I'm, I'm a good person or I'm considered a sociopath or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to be like, okay, I'm a like narcissist. a grey... Like, no, I'm, I'm not a narcissist. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm just like in the grey area. I'm not going to take it like, oh, every guy I mean I'm, I'm going to marry this person but like, straight up... I make it clear that... That's look. a
1: lie. You want to be in the grey area. That is not making anything clear. You're just like the rest of them. You yeah, cannot believe it. Okay.
0: Whatever. I'll take that L any day. Whatever.
3: <laughs> okay, time for my own opinion about this. First of all, the whole nice guy theory thing doesn't exist, let me tell you why. The nice guy thing is that, being a nice guy, you are doing what is expected of every single human being, regardless of gender, you are treating a human being the way they are supposed to be treated, you get. So when a guy says, oh, I'm nice to this person, whatsoever, whatsoever, you are got to treat this person pretty much the same way you treat your guys, like you treat this person like a normal human being. You buy the person food when they are hungry, all that kind of stuff. We treat them like your brother's keeper and stuff. The thing about nice guys is that they tend to stick in that area where they just keep doing nice things, you get, without making any single advancement. DOV that, and true. DHV, you get. Yeah,
0: demonstration a, of lower room.
3: value and demonstration there's of
0: higher value. I
1: feel so educated right now. Yeah, like, like, like,
0: guy, no, it's I, like. I, it's I, Alpha males portray DHV, you get. DHV. HV, you you the get. of they higher value. Um, oh, look like I don't know uh, like normal classmen demonstrate like DLV, which is just being like thirsty so well that that's LV in
3: common language anyway yeah. but like being it's like when you want to demonstrate things through your actions like more rather than like, your words much more forward aggressive actions you get mm-hmm. rather than little things you do for people that's dhV people tend to notice while there are much more unpredictable actions you get. DLV is something you predict, you get. So this whole bad boy thing, they are really good at DHV. They do things that excites people, you get. They can't ever predict what they're about to do. It's not like they're bad boys, you get. They're just not your typical nice guy. Because nice guys think that if you're not your typical nice guy, you're a Chad. You know your Chad is, right? Yeah. No. The muscular dude who gets girls and is a complete D-bag. I should know. That's what you call Chad. That is Brad. That's a, not a Brad, a it's Chad, a, Chad. a Chad. A Chad is a dude that's like rich and like he uses his
0: money to get girls. All Brads are like the rich No. Dude. Yeah, no, Brad and Chad.
4: Chad. <laughs> Moving on to
1: the next question.
0: <laughs> Moving on.
1: So, uh, the next question uh, thankfully has nothing to do with relationships. Oh, thank you, Jesus. But this person calls themselves the modern tailor. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. How do you advise our current youth who are on the verge of quitting their dreams or are at the fence of wanting to go into fraud because of non-favorable conditions?
5: Uh, this is like real deep. But do not do fraud. Let's just say it like this. No matter how you want to do it, G Yahoo Yahoo fraud, it is stealing anyways. Do you want to really base your entire life on stealing? I think is people that forget what
4: that, that they stealing do? from people. It's I have other I have a friend whose whose grandmother had her life savings taken from her. She had a stroke and died. People forget that these people are people too. The fact that they're in better societies or that they're white is not some sort of um, immunity towards getting their heart broken. Like. You people. The thing is, the, the reason it's so easy to um seemingly easy, anyways, to defraud them is because they still haven't gone to that last third of humanity that we in Nigeria have lost. Here in Nigeria, we can hear someone's story. Here, oh, my father died when I was nine. Blah, 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 and we just walk past them like we have our own struggles. But there, you could have somebody whose entire net worth is like five hundred dollars, and we will give you hundred just because the, your story touched their hearts. I was on Twitter yesterday, and somebody posted um. An entire thread of a nigerian scammer that tried to scam him he apparently got um um access into the guy's work account messaged him as his boss and what? said hey um i'm in the office and my best friend has cancer i won't be able to make it to the hospital in time and i need to buy gift cards to um gift cards of his favorite movies and music create a playlist for him and make him happy so the guy was like oh okay anything for you boss how much um worth of gift cards and he said I got five hundred dollars or one thousand dollars. So um the guy said, okay. So but when he buys the gift cards, he encodes them with um a tracer, sends it to the email and then b- writes as clear as they there, the person who received it showed to be in Lagos, Nigeria. And I was just like, oh my god, not this again. It's so embarrassing. Think about what you're doing in the long run. You can't just say, okay, things are hard for you. So let's make things hard um harder for the future generations because all this is doing is just ruining our political climate even more so than it already is. I cannot tell you out of all the three people in this room right now how many of us have gotten or have lost opportunities just because of we are yeah, Nigerian. Yeah. It's not fair. You do not get to ruin chances of everyone in a given political climate because of you as a person. I agree. We are all go- like do, do we even have to spell it out? We are the world's poverty capital everybody here is poor if we were rich and I'm, 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 I'm sorry but like you wouldn't even see me right now to like you know be talking to me you get mm-hmm. i would be out there flexing my money so for you to now say oh things are hard for you do you not want to go into defrauding other people no if things are hard for you you should understand that people have worked hard for their money and you should work for yours that's what i believe in. Right?
1: and you know the funny thing is we were just having a conversation about how Money that gets into the hands of people that still never last Exactly Because you didn't work for it mm-hmm. So you don't only, know you, you, you just find you know yourself getting it. poorer and poorer Because True. you I don't mean, know the Let's not forget the
4: entire things. reason We as young Nigerian males Cannot walk the street without the police harassing us. It's because, it's because, of, because this. of this Yeah. So you contributing The other day in Lagos I didn't tell you guys about this Like last week before I got here I was going to see my agents, And they just stopped my Uber It's not the first time But then I had cleared everything on my phone as I usually do. But they went to my email and saw three email accounts like um the one I created for my Facebook, my actual email, and the email I use for my school stuff. And they were like, You're into cybercrime. I'm like, no, I have three emails, as does any regular Nigerian. And they were like, No. I have four. Do you understand? And they were like, I I, I do I do um fraud. And I'm like, I don't do fraud. You can't just make that as a... they went to my Pornhub and said <laughs> I was like, no, I have Pornhub membership. That's different. I might decide to be a cowboy someday. It's none of your business. These people collect five thousand from you for nothing. You don't know.
5: And we just <sighs> go through so much. I I can't like even count the number of times I've been in the bus and they would just stop, stop us, and ask everybody to come Are down. You and then ask a the, bus. Yes. A, I'm not even a joking. Public bus. A, I'm not joking. I was coming from school the other day and I was going to Ring road and they stopped me, stopped the bus asked everyone to come down and then told us to enter back inside leaving two boys behind wow. and i was like what like this should be so it's, illegal it's a trap that they've set for themselves for themselves it's but then, but sad if, but if that everyone, not, has everyone has to everyone be in, if, in, if you start
4: in in in,
1: in oh. i think it's if you start it's never going to be enough how do you break out of that cycle
5: because you Peaky, and you, you pick it, your first five million you're like, oh, opportunities I want more.
1: for others. I remember like even when I started with the podcast and trying to get um international um audience and guests onto the show, I was very, very careful with how I addressed people um I addressed right? people mm-hmm. with my emails because okay, I'm I'm in Nigeria and in reaching Nigerian. reaching out to you via email. A lot of things will go wrong. People are very to now. I just gave an example now. of somebody
4: who tried to use their email too. Exactly. Hack into, it's...
1: Like you're legit ruining our chances if not for the fact that um we had all of these issues. I had to struggle to get this podcast up, where you can ask this question. Exactly, it would. It's it's really hard it's for us. It's twice so,
4: as hard as as a Nigerian millennial or youth or whatever to do whatever people in other countries are doing, just because of our nationality. Just, it's not fair.
1: So our advice, uh, our advice is there other things to do. Like I, I, porn. I'd sooner I, do
4: porn than this, <laughs> to be honest.
1: That is so true. That is so true. At least it's honest living. Um, I'm a podcaster. Daisy is a model. Sean is probably going to go into porn. Who knows? <laughs> do not do... Do not be... Do not go into fraud, please. Do not do
5: it. We are please. saying a big
1: no. Hold strong. Be strong. Yeah. You'll be fine. Alright, so um, the next question is a voice note. So let's listen to okay. it.
4: I hope to God it's not another. Yeah, nice
2: guy. so I it's been kind of bothering Michelle, but then it's really me. what can I say? I just wanted to ask, like, what's the idea behind feminism oh, and what God. what's made you to you know buy the idea or subscribe to that? Buy
5: the idea. I have a vagina. Know, <laughs> idea
2: of feminism.
5: Mm.
2: Oh, of course, girls don't just like to be independent as do every other human being and also understand their boundary that okay a guy is a guy it's a guy's world as you say it and you know a wife so, so respect your husband and all of that but then there's that part of them that doesn't that doesn't want to be bust around by their husbands and male friends and all of that but then what's your own take of the feminism movement and like why do you subscribe to it i feel I'm like i'm so
3: sorry
4: first <laughs> off this person is making it sound like we are a bunch of um hooligans that are just trying to be an opposition for no reason
5: yeah that's
4: they won't buy into the idea of i mean, first off it's not an idea this is real life this is this is people finally standing up for themselves Making it reducing feminism to not being bossed around by your husband and male friends is trivializing the entire. I like the way he's the whole.
0: Bit. it's a man's world, uh, subscribes to the idea of feminism and, uh, feminism the the of feminism and everything. He's like, he's he's, he, he's being ignorant, man. but then he's not being condescending at the same time, mm-hmm. exactly. Because like he's like some kind of fairy tale, like it isn't something that's real and everything. I like subscribed to the. Yeah air quotes i subscribe to the idea of feminism because i thought it was it's just logical etc because i just feel like i don't see the reason of hating like treating anyone unfairly just because of stuff they can't control like how they were born and what they think what they feel i think it's not really hurting anyone i don't really see why everyone can't just be equal that i can't go against other people's religions or belief and stuff like that
3: oh yeah yeah sure how do you feel about it so the thing is that this guy um, his voice notes already epitomized the situation of um, how a lot of people don't understand what feminism actually is you get mm. there's like this stereotype that the whole feminism thing is because girls think boys are better than girls and so boys should be less than girls no it's not that there is no idea to this it's a real struggle it's going on the same way they were fighting against racism the same way they were fighting against oppression it's when we're fighting against slavery and all that stuff. Like it's the same way that human beings have been struggling over the whole class differentiation and societal values, how they overcloud equality and all that kind of stuff. So feminism as a whole is the same thing as being a human, like just being somebody that thinks human beings, not anything like you don't classify like you don't classify human beings as anything. You just see a fellow human being. There is no fellow man. There is no fellow woman. There is no fellow white guy. There is no fellow black dude. It's just a human being. Feminism is another sector whereby they are building up how people can see men and women as equal beings. The same way they view white and black as equal. The same way they view people from different countries as equal. Rich and poor as equal. I I get. I I always thought like why, why why, like I'm sorry,
0: like why black men would be like oh like they're not feminists, but like they struggled too they were oppressed and like they, they are done with their own oppression they understand how someone can look at you and be like your, the color of your skin oh this is why i, I don't like you you look this way look and everything cool. and then they, they'd still go ahead and be sexist and further. and i'm just wondering like that's the same oppression just like with the different genders i don't understand well, like, why you can't just
3: understand that too. the thing is that a lot of people of these days you start to see people go like oh feminism is because but like male friends and husbands, how they boss yeah. them around and stuff. There is domestic abuse. There is rape. There is like female genital mutilation. You've heard about that, right? Going on in mm-hmm. Africa and you know some parts of the Middle East and whatever. That they cut off the genitals of little girls, babies, because, because they don't want that. them to be attracted to guys or because they think that it's pure or whatever, whatever. Yeah. You start to see these allegations like. All this kind of stuff go on in our society today. a logical human being will see situations like this and be like, "Hey like that's wrong, we should do something about this and whatever whatever that's how these kind of things are born. These are these kind of humanitarian societies and corporations are like communities are born from the innate like the innate desire for equality among everybody, not only yourself because just because you are not suffering doesn't mean you should look at your fellow man suffering and turn a blind eye and be like, Hey, it's not me and if it's not me, then it's not my business and whatever like the reason why I'm a feminist is because I look at people and I'm like, you know, I see somebody, I'm the kind of person that if you see somebody, I try to help the person and stuff. It's all about being helpful, letting a helpful hand and everything and fighting for people like fighting for them, even though you are not part of them, you um, fight for them, okay for you to just because it's the right thing to, to do. Yeah. That's how like it's supposed to be, that's how it was meant to be. You fight be for like, people,
5: I'm a even
3: baby. if they can fight for you're themselves.
5: You're gonna buy me that product, <laughs> and you're you still gonna still give me respect, me, period. <laughs> period. End of story. That's all. Yeah.
1: Alright, yeah. so, the next one is another voice note. I'm okay. hoping that it's it's nothing relating to relationships or feminism, but we'll see.
2: Okay, hi. My name is Victory, and I'm from in Nigeria. Uh, and the question I have is that, how can one relate to the global market? Uh, let's say you're uh, in a particular niche, a particular field of business. Uh, I basically do not want to just relate to people in my local environment or friends around because... Uh, sometimes when you're doing something very unique and different from what others are doing or what others are thinking of, it um, it becomes very difficult for you to be able to relate with others because they have not experienced what you have experienced. They are not passing through what you're passing through, and so I believe that um, relate to the global market is very very important. So my question is: uh, How can I relate with the global market in terms of? relate with others with like minds, others who are doing the same thing I am doing, others who are interested in what I am interested in, That are in the, part, the same niche. Uh, as I am, I am uh, I'm very very much interested in relating to people, not just my local environment or my friends around, or people in, around me, uh, but people around the world, people who are more exposed, people who, are, who have seen different things. So I, I really want to know how I can relate to people. Uh, I, I don't know much about that and I am very interested in that. So that is my question. How can I relate to people around the world that are interested in what I am doing, that are working? Um, along my niche, you understand? They're doing the same. they in the same line of business as I am, so that I can learn more and improve more.
4: Okay, can I say something? Because mm. I think I have um what is probably the most um okay. Just let me just start. When I was eleven, I I got on Facebook, and I I um I was in JS three, and I was just starting to realize that I had opinions that were considered um, different. Not not just different, but wildly um, unrighteous in, <laughs> in, this, in this political crime, uh, yeah. climate. So, I started talking to I don't want to say white people because they weren't predominantly white people; they were just foreigners, like people who were in other countries of different ethnicities and whatever. So, um, I realized that as a, then, an an eleven year old, I wasn't even. I wasn't even slightly exposed. Like I did not know anything. So there was a lot of learning and on, un- especially on learning yes. to do. You have to unlearn a lot. It might seem very scary, and at the point, it might even seem like these people are crazy because you- you're shaking the very bedrocks of your like your, the the values or air quoted that your your life has been built on. So you're you're going to have to do a lot of reorienting. But in the long run, it's going to make you someone that can relate on a global scale as this as victory said with the people that you intend the person i have become today i can talk to anybody from anywhere and they wouldn't think that i was um some 20 year old in, in a third world country with without access to electricity and whatever because i have created um a mental headspace for myself that can you know be on the same level of alignment with anybody from anywhere because I haven't, I haven't shot myself off from the world in terms of progressiveness, which is something a lot of Nigerians tend to do here. They, just, they think Nigeria is the entire world. And then when they are confronted with factualities of, or the reality of what the world is, they just go Sodom and Gomorrah. And that's not how the world works. So first off, as a person, as a Nigerian uh, millennial or whatever, who's trying to break into the global market, the first thing you have to do is understand that your views your opinions your religious beliefs they're not they're not going to be shared by everyone and you're not you're not it's not this is not the lawlessness that is nigeria you're going to have to accommodate very many narratives of people if you want to move forward in life uh, also um it's going to be hard because we've sort of carve the reputation for yeah, ourselves yeah we basically made a so, name for ourselves especially now as somebody who you, you just you just, sorry, now,
1: sorry, just um before you like go to the, to something else before you say something else mm-hmm. just like what he was saying as far you have to be really careful because we've kind of like made a name for ourselves mm-hmm. and some of your friends or people who are your age like we just had a question from someone like how many minutes ago they yeah, were talking about they going into fraud, fraud and uh-huh. stuff like that that already is already like tainting your opportunities as to how you're going to relate with people outside. When so you have work. to be like incredibly, like very, very Artic- careful, mm-hmm. and you have to really mean it for yourself because it's not going to be easy to try and relate with people who are outside the country, especially with the name that we've made for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, keep saying what you're saying. Okay,
4: so um, another thing is um, for m- personally, for me, it's not as hard now to. Contact or talk to people that are outside of Nigeria because I already started doing it when I was really young So in fact, I find it easier to make friends outside of Nigeria than inside Nigeria uh, so It's it's going to be hard for especially somebody like him who mm. is just now. Yeah making the, It's trust me. It's going to be hard I remember my friend saying every time he would message somebody and say he's from Nigeria They would block him yeah. and I was like, I don't have that problem, but I don't know why but um It's just it's 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 just how it, it's it's become and it's sad that it, this is what it has come to but it's what we've made it for ourselves
5: well anyways i would yes i'm still here <laughs> yes, I'm still here. so what i would say is um going into the global market like sean said you have to be open-minded like keep your mind open like So many things are changing. The world is changing at such a fast pace. If you're still thinking like the regular Nigerian who was born in the 60s, trust me, you're not going to move forward. You have to be progressive. Open your mind up. And the more open you are, the more you get opportunities Mm -hmm. and like you meet new people because they know you're not closed off to some certain things. And also, I'll have to say, even if you're going into the global market, know your worth. Yeah. Know your worth. Oh. Do not get yes. shorts. Um. What is it? Shorts. Short change. Yes. Thank you very much. Do not get short change. Know what you are worth. And if you know that you're not the best that there is, improve yourself. Mm-hmm. Improve yourself and put yourself out there continuously. Put yourself out there. You do not realize that you can
1: start networking on there on facebook reach out to people outside your country you were talking about connecting with people with um like interests or stuff like that there are hashtags for that mm-hmm. actually on instagram i like, think that's I literally with, what social exactly. media was made for I, I i i connected with a lot of people a lot of people that have been on my show it's from hashtags on instagram i remember the first time i started out doing um the spoken world for me to get anybody on the show, I would have to send at least 10 DMs a day, a day, to different people from different parts of the world, trying my best to connect with them. Out of the 10 that I'll send a day, Probably two or three or two would, would answer. like mm-hmm. answer. Only one, if I'm lucky, two will agree to do the interview. Only one will show up for the interview. And how many guests? I mean, I've done about 30 something episodes. Can you imagine how much I have going to? At least four to five hundred DMs.
4: I'm
1: telling you all the time for me to connect with these few. And in fact, now with the way things are, I don't even have to send DMs. Any, I don't have to send DMs anymore. People like legit reach out offer, and then, mm-hmm. you know, offer to be on the show, which is great. But it shows growth now. I feel like you underestimate social media. I feel like if you want to reach the global market, it shouldn't even be that hard. Have In this f- day and age... I forgetting
4: how I met Sebastian. Yeah. You see, there's just... There are people literally waiting out there to help your life. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is just be the person that you need to be for them to help you. That's it.
1: Yeah. Yep. I remember when um, I I got a DM from Jason David Frank, the the Which Green I, Ranger.
0: Blown,
4: I was like blown so away.
1: surprised. Like I did not I didn't I didn't even have up to a thousand followers then, or if I did, probably just a thousand followers. When he sent me a DM and told me that he wanted to be on the show, JD Shapiro it was his marketer that reached out to me via email. It's just I I feel like you need to. And another thing is that you sh- you, sh- you need to have something to show them. Um, when I started with the podcast, I made sure I had like two episodes down that I recorded with my friends before I started um, DMing people so people would see what I was working on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd, they'd be able to know that, okay, this is what she's working on before they, they accepted those invitations. So have something down. It, it could be little, it could be a lot. Just make sure that you have some, really nothing is actually too small. And I feel like people underestimate themselves and also underestimate yes. social media.
4: Right, I, another thing is before we move ahead is people feel like they're, like, okay, even though they're good enough, Mm-hmm. their locality um like pushes yeah. them or it... so someone once told me I, I was once giving myself the excuse that to make videos on instagram um my uh background wasn't pretty enough or i didn't have the right start from somewhere if you have sydney talker as much as i'm not uh, obsessed with his videos started with a technophone and viva video you as long as you have the talent or the like the perspective or at least the ambition you will you will get there
5: like my girl Kiki Mori said, <laughs> market yourself aggressively. Period. Nobody else would do it the way you do it. That's so just it. put yourself out there, put it in people's faces. Yes, this is what I do. Yes, this is who I am. And it no. works
1: so the funny thing about putting yourself out there is that people appreciate the truth more so even if you're scared about being you know your locality and everything my the highest number of views on my on my instagram was me coming out of the lab with a lab coat crocs Z. and it was a, a onesie is that what it's called yeah i'm yes, dancing like and that was like the, the one that really got a lot of attraction because i'm just out there telling my truth and i, I feel like that don't try to be fake i am so tired of seeing so many Nigerians going out there thinking that you have to fake an accent or dress a certain I way or wanna. exactly or <laughs> take a video in, in a restroom. Stop, please. Just be yourself. Alright, so I'm going to take the next voice notes. Let's see what this, this one is, is about.
2: Movie. I'm see if a photographer based So Oh my baby. My question <laughs> is I really want to know. I really want to know. And it's been bothering me for a while now. Somebody's bothering so That's my question. Um, how do you know how do you know like i feel that nobody has the perfect formula for knowing this but personally how do you know what you want how do you know like this is what i want out of this life like everybody's just looking for money doing different things but how do you know this is what you want
4: thank you I like this question. This is I my actually, favorite question.
5: I think this is, so this is important. my favorite. Yes.
4: Yeah. Okay, so I'm 20, yeah. And are we all
5: 20 here? I'm 22. Oh, god, you're old. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm 20, and I turned 20, December, December 2019. And I have to tell you, prior to that, I went through. Oh my god, it was. My head was basically. At war. It's like my the right side of my brain and the left side were like, yo, what do we do now? We are getting older. And then, there was just chaos. It was so hard because at a point, I started wondering like, do I really, should I continue modeling? Is this really, is is this like good enough for me? Can I, am I good at it? Can I move forward? Can I become bigger? There's just a lot of things that make you doubt. And then, there's also the issue of you're getting older, you need to make money. Like, Farm. this is not a joke (laughs) so i think in the end you have to step back and think about what makes you happy and how you can make money through what makes
4: you you happy
5: yes as long as you can make money yes as far as you can make money out of it monetize yo it's the have you looked at the world people make money from taking pictures of their back I don't I don't know how that works, but <laughs> but people make money off the most random very things, true. the most minimal things. People make money off of selling feet pics. Can you imagine someone ba- making bank out of selling feet pics? So it's the things that interest you, and how you make them interesting for other people, mm-hmm. and make it make other people want to spend money to like. Hire your services or to get what you're selling it's all about packaging mm. but what you really want to do is something that only you can know yeah I'm only going to say take a step back, reevaluate, think about what makes you happy. I think if you should have like a scale of preference or in this scale of a scale of happiness, what makes you happy from the from the most to the least and then.
4: Monetize it. Strange. If you look ahead, you will see a Nigerian prince in his natural
0: habitat. <laughs> jail. What? <laughs> hey guys, this is your favorite host, Nessie Awesomeness, the voice y'all love to listen to. I can't believe it's been such a journey. We've like this is season two finale. We've been here. Al- okay, no, we've been here. <laughs> i <I'm> all zero. <laughs> Hey guys, the, is the oh, shit. Hey guys, is the voice you love listening nah. to Why? Why? <laughs> the first <laughs> part was so perfect <laughs> Okay. Hey guys the voice y'all love listening to Nessie awesomeness Wait what? Oh uh, Statistics just like I just had the voice statistics. I was like <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> I was like oh we just talked about okay yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait hold up hold up hold up What is this? What
1: what what's, what's the problem?
0: So is this how you've been starting your entire like your podcast for no no <laughs> <laughs> Panty lines. Yeah. I saw
5: that. Oh my god. I saw that. Do you think do you, men seriously think that we women like to have panty lines showing. showing? That we legit go to the store and be like, I want those, my like, panty
1: lines would look fabulous. Fabulous, <laughs> Oh my right god, i for, for instance, Sarah Blakely in, I think, 1998, she's the creator of Spanx. <laughs> At that point, if she had started telling people her, her idea of trying to, like, create underwear for women, people would be like, what the hell is she talking about and all of that. Podcasting in Nigeria is not popular, but it's something that I enjoyed and something that I continue pushing. But you see, now she's a billionaire. It took her a while, but it was something that she loved, something that she enjoyed. And she said something that in her masterclass, she said, when you tell people your idea and they're like, oh my gosh, that sounds weird. Nobody's going to listen to this. Rejoice. Because it means that nobody else has done it. And we have come to the end of the season two finale. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, right?
0: Yeah, a lot of fun. That's yeah.
1: all you have to say.
0: Roll outro. Yeah. Roll your outro.
1: Okay. Uh, subscribe to our newsletter. Um, leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Send emails. Um, as you know, we, uh, we ha read ha them ha and we... Ha what?
0: Ha how many of the It's, it's enough. But No. The and end. And and that the The end. end.